football fans. It's time to go on the record for this week's matches in pro and college football with just one catch. We're only interested in underdogs. Who can keep it close if not pull the outright upset? Time to find out. It's Three Dog Thursday. Now here's your host, TJ Reeves. Well, welcome in. It is the merry month of March, and the madness is upon us on a special edition of Three Dog Thursday as the 2016 NCAA Tournament. The full barrage, the avalanche of games is about to get underway, and we're about to navigate through some underdogs on this program Excited to be here with you uh, on this edition and excited to be joined by our guest a little bit later on. Wayne Curtis will be back here from Smack Apparel, smackapparel.com. Wayne, anxious to give some underdog predictions for Thursday and Friday in these 32 games coming up. We look forward to hearing from him. As always, this guy has been a staple, a rock on this program every week and throughout the college basketball season. We love the insight, uh, the analysis, and those underdogs. Uh, from this man, the man, by the way, that gave you Seton Hall a week ago as his Big East upset team, and they come through and win the Big East championship. He once again is here with us. He's Kevin Rogers, senior handicapper, VegasInsider.com. Happy March. How you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good, and uh, Seton Hall bailed me out after I gave out Iowa and Vanderbilt last week, and both of them laid an egg <laughs> in their first game, so kind of... Uh, I got some nice revenge thanks to Seton Hall being Villanova in the Big East Championship. You did have the Pirates there last week. The only one that really came through for me was Purdue getting to the championship game at the Big Ten. Our criteria last week was don't take one of the one or two seeds in the conference tournament. Take somebody below that to either get in the title game and or win it. You came through with Seton Hall. So now the challenge for this week out of 32 games... Uh, we really have to try to decipher, all right, where are some underdogs? The only criteria that I gave you going into this show is I don't consider the 8-9 game really to be an upset if the 9 seed wins. That's that's really, from the committee standpoint, year after year, they believe, obviously, the closest matchup in each bracket is the 8-9 matchup. And in the case of all of these, they're right around uh, one to two-point game, something like that. So the challenge I, I gave to you, and I'm going to adhere to this, and so is Wayne, is beyond that. Whether whether it be a 10 seed, an 11 seed, wherever it is, uh, for the purposes of Three Dog Thursday, getting the points, if not winning the game outright on an upset, find me some underdogs. So, uh, Kevin, with all of that being said, where do you want to begin in the mayhem here, especially on Thursday? We'll begin in the afternoon on Thursday in Providence, Rhode Island. The Ivy League champions, the Yale Bulldogs, getting five and a half against Baylor. Now, if you remember back to last year, Baylor was tripped up by Georgia State in the first round in that uh, great finish. The yep. Ron Hunter, the coach, he fell off his chair when his son hit that big shot. And, you know, for a Baylor team that – it, they're odd because there are times where you think nothing of them to get to the Elite Eight. Other times when they're highly seeded, they end up losing early. And this is the case, I feel like, with Baylor once again. They didn't finish strong down the stretch. They were just 1-3 and three in their last four games. So obviously not playing their best basketball. Right now, you look at Yale, who went 13-1 and one in the Ivy League, and I understand you know that competition is not comparable to what Baylor faces in the Big 12. But also, this key point, though, at least for location, Yale playing less than two hours away from campus, from New Haven, Connecticut, to Providence. So they are not making that far of a trip. They can have some good support there. 
while Baylor's got to come from Texas all the way up to New England, and they're playing in the game following Duke-UNC-Wilmington. So it could be a bit of a, I don't want to say a dead atmosphere there, but after that first game with Duke, that really I don't know how much uh, Baylor support will be in that game. And just, you know, looking at Baylor, what they did last year, that that's definitely, you know, sets off not really like a red flag, but Yale's a pretty good team. You know that they won't turn the ball over. And I think that Yale's worth a look uh, against Baylor. Seen their counterpart, their arch-rival Harvard, pull upsets in in the last two, three tournaments uh, as well out of this same conference. Um, So it it will be fascinating. And what you're alluding to is that for the fans that are in the arena – especially the Duke fans, if the upset starts to happen, they will become Yale fans. That's what you're talking about as the afternoon uh, unfolds in Providence on on Thursday. So that's a fascinating one. The Big 12, obviously one of the tougher leagues. That league and the ACC may have been the two best leagues this season. But uh, uh, Baylor and Scott Drew, they've had some success in the NCAA tournament in the past. But as you mentioned, a one-and-done uh, a year ago on that one. All right, so as we progress through Thursday, give me another of the 16 games under the criteria, not the nine seeds, but somebody lower that you like either to cover or maybe outright pull the upset. What's another team, Kevin, for this week on Three Dog Thursday? A pair of old rivals. I, mean, I can't really remember exactly when they were together, maybe in the Mountain West, but Utah and Fresno State hookup in Denver where obviously there's going to be a little bit more of a home court advantage for Utah, not going too far, but obviously Fresno is on the West Coast, so it's not like they're coming from Florida. And, uh, you know, so that, that really shouldn't be that huge of a factor. But those two teams are meeting up. Utah did finish the season strong. They won their last seven in the regular season. They won their first two games in the Pac-12 tournament, and then they lost to an excellent Oregon team. And we saw how Oregon ended up getting a one seed after knocking off Utah in the Pac-12 championship. However, though, with Fresno State, the distant team that's on fire as well. They've won nine in a row. They beat San Diego State in the Mountain West Championship. They've covered eight of their last nine games. And I understand where there was a criticism of the Mountain West this year, that it wasn't as strong as we've seen in the last few years. Past Fresno, they didn't get any at-large bids. San Diego State got left out, and they ended up going to the NIT. So maybe Fresno's record has been built up, not playing great competition. But also at the same time, this Utah team, we saw how they got to the Sweet 16 last year and lost to Duke in a close game, and they beat Georgetown in the round of 32, that I believe Utah had a better team last year than they have this year, and yet Utah is laying a few more points than they would have than they did last year. Uh, you know, at least that second-round game, I remember against Georgetown, the first-round game, they were laying like eight or nine or so, and I think Fresno's got a really good shot to hang around in this game against the Utah team that they have played better down the stretch, but also we've seen them at times on the road. We talked about losing at Stanford, losing at the end of Oregon State. They've had some hiccups on the road before, so when they're not in their home arena in Salt Lake City, I'm not really 100% confident in them, so I'm going to take the points here. Wouldn't be surprised if Utah obviously beat them, but I think Fresno can hang around with them. Of course, Jacob Podel, the big man. Uh, also, Jordan Loveridge, good outside shooter for Utah. Strong Pac-12. It was a wild Pac-12 tournament last weekend that Utah uh, lost in the final uh, to Oregon after making a great comeback near the end of that game. So that's a fascinating one. And fascinating, you go with two teams that haven't been in the tournament in a while. Speaking of Fresno, it's been 15 years. You didn't mention this. Yale has 
has not been in the big dance since JFK was in the White House 1962. So it has been a while for the Yale Bulldog. You went with a couple of teams that have that have thirsted. They are hungry uh, to take part in the NCAA tournament, Kevin. They, they'll be waiting. Yale has been waiting this long. So now we'll see them finally get over the hump. And by the way, I know one thing has got nothing to do with the other, but when you look at the success of Harvard the last few years, they've won their first-round game in two of the past three years. They lost North Carolina by two last season. So playing an Ivy League team isn't a, isn't a walk in the park anymore. No. It really isn't. And Yale had an excellent season, so I wouldn't be surprised to see them uh, at least hang around with Baylor, if not beat them. Okay, so those are two of your three underdogs. That's the voice of Kevin Rogers, senior handicapper, VegasInsider.com. TJ Reeves with you. It's Three Dog Thursday. This disclaimer also is we're making all these picks, and Wayne Curtis is going to join me in the next segment with the picks. If you're listening to this show later on Thursday, you obviously may already know how right or wrong we are with some of these picks, particularly if you're still listening on Friday, because we are going to be picking some Friday games. You'll definitely know how we did in the Thursday games, but we're kind of double-dipping, looking ahead to both with the 32 matchups and picking three underdogs each all right you're gonna go with a friday underdog now and i i think you and i have spoken off the air you and i are in agreement on this underdog so i'm gonna let you light the lamp here what do you like for a friday underdog anything beyond a 10 a 10 or beyond seed what stands out kevin well i'm looking at uh, all-star play-by-play announcers with this one and i'm gonna go with the green bay phoenix who had their announcer famously uh, ejected and then brought back during the Horizon Tournament? I know you were about ten I've, feet away. Yes, there. I was like, right. I, I was Detroit. right there with the referee Pat Adams and that whole thing with the Green Bay announcer Matt. And it's as bizarre as you could imagine because he left, he came back, and then Green Bay ended up winning the whole thing. So yeah, that's a famous announcer, that's for sure. And for Green Bay, uh, they end up winning the Horizon League. They beat Valparaiso in overtime, the regular season champion, and they've won four games in four days. So you say, how do you keep up that momentum now going to the NCAA tournament? That this is a team that's won eight of nine now. They're seven zero and one ATS the last eight. That they're really playing very well. I think an undervalued team because no one really. No, no one's heard of them. I mean, I know they've been around a while, and Tony Bennett, the coach of Virginia, that he played at Wisconsin Green Bay in the 90s. Right. I know that that this is a team that people have heard of, but at the same time, they look at Texas A&M, and they say, oh, Texas A&M won the SEC championship. They just lost to Kentucky in overtime in the conference tournament. And A&M has won eight of nine, and they've had a great season under Billy Kennedy. However, though, this is their first tournament since 2011. So it's not like we joked before, like Yale and Fresno, they haven't been to the tournament in a while. A&M hasn't been to the tournament in five years. So this is a team that's kind of new for them being in the tournament. And they were four and five in their last nine games away from College Station. So they really weren't that fantastic. And one of those wins came against Florida in the SEC tournament where Florida hung with them for most of the game before A&M pulled away at the end. So... Really, and even another one I'll throw at you, TJ. Two of those other wins came at Missouri, who finished in last place in the SEC, and Auburn, who finished one spot ahead of Missouri in the the, uh, SEC. So they're beating some really crap teams down the stretch. They beat Kentucky on that controversial finish that they probably should have lost. Got Kentucky, and in fairness, got Kentucky into overtime Sunday in the championship game. Could have gone either way. Kentucky outplayed them in the overtime and won the game. But I understand what you're saying on strength of competition. You know, and... And the other win against, I know you're not a huge fan of them, another uh, win against Vandy. And we saw Vandy flame out against Wichita State in the first four 
of the NCAA tournament. So really, I just don't see a lot of convincing wins for a team that was a three seed and that won the SEC championship. And we saw how out of the SEC, South Carolina didn't get in. Vandy had to play in the first four. Florida didn't get in. Georgia didn't get in. Like, this was a conference that, I mean, you say a lot of teams beat each other up, but really, coming out of it, you didn't have a lot of teams that, that made the tournament. Very true. And for Green Bay, again, they haven't been in the tournament 20 years. Bill Clinton was president the last time, 1996, that they got into the tournament. And I like the coach, Link Darner, the coach. We're Florida guys doing this show. Link Darner won the Division II national title as the head coach at Florida Southern in Lakeland, Florida, D2 national title last year. Takes over at Green Bay as the first-year coach with a couple of senior players in Jordan Faust, the big man. Uh, also, Carrington Love, the little guard. They they can hang with Texas A&M. I'm with you. I don't know that they win this game, but they're getting 13 points on the VegasInsider.com uh, consensus line. I, I like that spread with you. I am hand-in-hand hand with you on Green Bay Phoenix as an underdog, Kevin Rogers. Yeah, and you know something? I just think that you got to try to find – it's a hard formula. We say, how do you pick the upsets? Do you try to find that mid-major team, or do you try to go against – one of those big-name teams. And I almost think you have to go against the big-name team hoping to find a mid-major that can hang with them because we've definitely seen over the years that big-name team, there's no way Team X is going to lose to Team Y from this conference we don't know, that you got to find those teams that yep. the expectations are pretty high. And I feel like, at least with Texas A&M and Utah, that there are high expectations, and they're not Kansas. They're not Villanova. They're not Michigan State. I just don't think they're in that class, but I could see them not even necessarily even getting tripped up, but playing closer games than anticipated. And with me saying that, Utah will beat Fresno by 30 points. But <laughs> Maybe. I, still think that, I, I still think that these are the kind of teams I think it's to look for instead of the mid-majors, you got to look for the big-name teams that make fall in the face. We've got to scoot here in a second, tell the fans more with all the incredible action going on, all the insight and the info that they can get with you guys at VegasInsider.com, Kevin. Absolutely. The bracket breakdown is up that you can check out every single matchup, not only for Thursday and Friday, but through the weekend and through the Sweet 16, Elite Eight, and the Final Four. Every matchup has records straight up against the spread over unders. It has the links to analysis, to buying picks, to everything for all these games throughout the NCAA tournament. And we have updated write-ups every single day, all of our uh, columnists and writers are putting in all the work for the next few days of the tournament to give you all the insight you need to help you win if you're going to wager on the game or even if you want to try to sneak in your pool, try to get all your picks in for your office pool coming up by Thursday. So we have all of that. You can check it out at VegasInsider.com and also our Twitter feed at TwitVI. And this man also can be found at VI Rogers on Twitter uh, with those predictions of Yale and Fresno State on Thursday. And he'll go Green Bay Phoenix on Friday for underdogs, if not outright upsets. Good luck with those. You and I are sharing the Green Bay picks, so good luck to both of us on that one. Enjoy all of the mayhem, Kevin Rogers. We'll be, we'll be obviously watching uh, you on Twitter and watching the games all unfold, and we look forward to talking to you next week, because this time next week, 68 teams will be all the way down to 16 teams when we talk Three Dog Thursday next week, sir. 
It'll be a lot of fun. I look forward to it. Thanks, DJ. There you go. Kevin Rogers, VegasInsider.com. Again, Wayne Curtis of Smack Apparel will be with me with some underdog selections in our next segment as we continue on Three Dog Thursday. Stay with us. Hey, Hoop fans, now that you've filled your brackets out, you can double down on your picks and actually be in Houston and attend the Final Four thanks to TickAssure and TickAssure.com. You simply purchase a TickAssure plan, either for a single team or for their Select Four plan, and you've got a chance to go to college basketball's biggest event for just a little money. Here's TickAssure CEO and founder Todd Armstrong to tell you about just how easily this can work. CJ, our Select Four plan is an incredible deal because it's the only way a fan's going to be able to even have an opportunity to get into the Final Four for less than $20. Again, fans can go to TickAssure.com, T-I-C-K, TickAssure.com to find out more. And for our listeners on TuneIn and College Sports Now, they're even going to get a discount, right? They can use the promo code TUNEIN and they'll receive 10% off their entire order. Again, that promo code is tune in for an extra 10% off. And Todd, they need to act now this weekend, right? There's a reason, because once the games are played, things are going to change. You're going to definitely want to take advantage of these plans now. If you select four, these prices are as low as they're going to be. They're only going to go higher, according to our underwriters. They're only going to go higher after the first couple of days of the tournament. Again, buy your protection plan today. Plan prices only increase as more teams get eliminated from the tournament. Hey, let me give you an example. Ed Johnson of Dallas last year purchased two Final Four protection plans for $35 apiece. He was in the Final Four for a total of $70 all in. Pick your team or pick four teams for the Final Four through the Select Four plan. You can choose all number one seeds or some underdogs or a combination in the Select Four plans. And no matter what teams you choose, the cost is the same. Head to the Final Four with an incredible discount and deal from TickAssure.com. Dogs are barking. Who will get it done this week? Three Dog Thursday now continues. Here again is TJ Reeves. What will happen in all of these matchups? And we're back in on Three Dog Thursday. And we welcome back in a little hiatus. He's now back with us for the month of March. I love the insight from the owner, the creator, the founder of Smack Apparel and the website smackapparel.com. Wayne Curtis back with us. He's got a case of March Madness, and the only thing that will cure it is all these games getting underway on Thursday and Friday. How you been, sir? I'm fine. I'm fine. As a business owner, though, you're always a little leery of March Madness. There seems to get an unproductive level in, the, in your employees. But, hey, it's March. It's fun. We've even got our little pool going on here. So I have been a it. long advocate that these two days, Thursday and Friday, should be looked into as national holidays, not unlike what we do with uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas and Easter and July 4th and Memorial Day and Veterans. Let's go ahead and make the first Thursday and Friday of the NCAA tournament holidays for that very reason that there's nothing really getting done around offices on Thursday and Friday afternoon. That is so true. That is so true. But it's fun. It is what fun. It is. It's like Christmas. It is. You know, I'm not a big. Uh, I'm not. A, I, I love the, the sport of basketball. Played in high school, uh, Fort Myers, 1979 district champ. But anyway, Florida mm-hmm. Gulf Coast 
Yeah, Flor- uh, I was going to say Florida. Florida Gulf Coast is right. in Fort Myers, and Florida Gulf Coast won in the first four on Tuesday night. And wait a minute, do I smell an underdog selection from Wayne Curtis here? I, I don't think you just nonchalantly dropped that little Fort Myers well, reference. But let, me, let me, let me. I will say this though: three years ago, when they had um, had their magical dance uh, as a 15 seed, being the first 15 seed ever to make the Sweet 16. I will tell you this, no lie. If someone had told me, asked me two months before the tournament started, hey, Wayne, who now lives in Tampa, how's Florida Gulf Coast basketball team? I might have said, uh, they have a team. <laughs> but now we know they have a team. So yes. they got, they got put on the map. So, okay, we'll just come out with it. I'm, I'm, uh, they're 22 point underdogs and I did watch them. Uh, last night between the uh, Florida election returns, and uh, they look pretty good. And they're getting twenty two and a half points, so I'm taking. Uh, I'm taking. The what Eagles. scares dunk me? City. What scares me about it is they're not as high flying Dunk City anymore. They don't go up and down the floor like those Dunk City teams. Uh, the Dunk City team in particular did in the 2013 tournament. They're good inside. They're not a great three point shooting team. I'm just scared no. that North Carolina will go up and down the court on them, but you believe on Three Dog Thursday not to win, that they will keep it close enough? I do believe, yes. I do believe. I don't think the Magic will uh, return, or they will be the first team, uh, 16 ever beat a one. But, hey, it's got to happen sometimes, right? But, no, I'm not picking them as an outright winner, uh, but uh, – I think they'll keep it close. Okay, so that is one underdog from you. You're going to stick with all Thursday night underdogs, and I say again to the audience, if you're listening to this show and you already know these results, understand that we're doing it in advance, particularly if you're listening on Friday for some of the underdogs uh, that we have. Uh, You may already know what has happened here. We're making these picks in advance of the barrage of 32 games Thursday and on Friday. So you're going to stick with another Thursday night underdog, and the three-seeded Miami Hurricanes, you believe, could have some trouble in Providence, Rhode Island in the first game of the night session against the Buffalo Bulls, not the Buffalo Bills. This is not Miami Dolphins, Buffalo Bills. This is Miami Hurricanes, Buffalo Bulls out of the Mid-America Conference, the MAC, who won the MAC tournament in the closing seconds. So what, what about this, Wayne, with Buffalo getting 14 points against Jim Laranega's Canes? Well, you know, I believe Buffalo has 10 losses, but five of them came when they their point guard, I believe, was out with a little trouble. Uh, so they weren't in the groove, and since he has come back, they've played much, much better, and obviously, as you noted, they've won the tournament. So, you know, I like the 14 points. I think that their Buffalo's playing well. And, of course, you know, for the for your fans out there, if they're listening on Friday, they'll either say, that Wayne Curtis from Smack Apparel is an idiot, or man, does he know his basketball? So we'll see. <laughs> Maybe. And on Three Dog Thursday here, we you take the sizable underdogs just to keep it close. They may not have to pull the upset, and they are getting 14 points there um, in that one. And you're going to go off the beaten path, and I'm going to let you. This is a bit of a surprise. Uh, we were saying to Kevin Rogers, take a double-digit seed, but you discovered the Seton Hall Pirates as the Big East champs being an underdog to Gonzaga, even though Gonzaga has the 11 seed in front of their name. So what what is uh, striking you about the job? I mean, the Pirates obviously won the Big East tournament. Isaiah Whitehead is, uh, is an NBA-caliber guard, probably going to go in the first round of the NBA draft. But what about this matchup here, a Thursday night game, 6 versus 11, where Seton Hall is the sixth seed and Denver is the underdog? 
You know, I I was shocked to see it, but I said, well, TJ said pick underdogs, so I'm going to pick them since they're underdogs, but I'm surprised. I mean, as we all know, uh, Villanova, especially the later half of the year, was number one for a lot of the year, and Seton Hall beat them, so I figure if they can beat what a lot of people thought was the number one team uh, in the country uh, in, a, you know, in a very important game, the, the tournament, uh, that they sure the hell uh, could be, you know, a number 11 seed Gonzaga. So, and, and you're right, though. I mean, they're, they're, they're playing, you know, any team that's playing well at the end of the year, you got to look at them and say, hey, so I'm, I am shocked that they're being, uh, uh, given uh, a point, but if they're going to give it, I'm going to take it. I like a couple underdogs. I want your thoughts on this. I like the Chattanooga team in the matchup on Friday with Indiana. Tom Crean's Indiana team, when last we saw them, lost on a last-second shot to Michigan in the Big Ten tournament. And I, I think Chattanooga... The champions of their league, good little guard and Greg Pryor, mm-hmm. one of the best players in the uh, in the conference that they're in. They won a lot of games. They won a couple of out of conference games. That's a twelve five matchup. Chattanooga's getting eleven points. I think they can win that game outright with Indiana. I am going to take that one in Iowa there uh, in Des Moines on Friday evening. Chattanooga Mox. You mentioned you used to live in Fort Myers, Florida. I used to live in Chattanooga, Tennessee for four or five hours. I remember watching the Mox play in what they call the Roundhouse, their little arena in Chattanooga. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go Chattanooga Mox. You want to talk me out of that against the uh, the, uh, storied Indiana Hoosiers? No, I mean, you're right. They've got good guard play. They're playing well. And, you know, not that it matters, but people always reference, you know, what happened in the past, you know, Oh, don't take the Alabama running backs to the Florida wide receivers in the draft, which has nothing to do with it. But 12 has beaten five a bunch. Sure. So for whatever that's worth, I'm going to go. Be yeah. a darn good pick and, and getting laid 11 by, uh, you know, Indiana, who's been, you know, very, very good at times, but. Sometimes they show up and don't play that well. And so. I think I think this game will be up and down in the 80s, and maybe even one team gets to 90 points in this game, Indiana and Chattanooga. I just I think the Mox will keep it close, watch. if not win. All right, one more. They're going to play Friday in Spokane, Washington. Friday early start in Spokane between Hawaii and Cal. And Wayne Curtis of Smack Apparel, I like the underdog Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. Yeah. They won the WAC tournament. They've got a couple of seniors on this. This team, Hawaii already knows, Wayne, that they're on probation next year. The NCAA has already hit them with a postseason ban for 2017. So this is it for the seniors and the upperclassmen. This is the chance to do damage in the tournament. That's a talented Cal team, but they have had controversy, too, with uh, the coaching staff this weekend, this past weekend after the Pac-12 tournament. The university's fired one of the assistant coaches in a sexual harassment uh, scandal uh, so I think there's some turmoil for Cal, even though they have talented players. And I think Hawaii uh, may have something for them in that early game, West Regional game, and Hawaii getting seven points here to keep it close, if not win, in that specific matchup. I'm going to go Hawaii Rainbow Warriors as my third underdog for Three Dog Thursday. and You know, I really, really like that pick so much. I'm going to go, because uh, I haven't turned in my bracket here at work, and I'm going to make that pick. You know, I I was, you know, I knew that they had, that Hawaii had won their tournament, which I thought was, you know, pretty right. impressive. But I did not know that they were playing for, uh, you know, I mean, if you're a junior or a yep. senior. This is it. You're playing your last game in those uniforms. 
And, and, uh, and, and oh, you know, by the way, if the other team is in turmoil, that's another thing you got to keep your eye on. And mm-hmm. that and that may be the case with Cal in that start on Friday. So, again, I'll, I'll have Hawaii as my third underdog, and we'll recap all of those. So we've not had you on in a couple of weeks, but you've got great March a business going on right now at smackapparel.com and some special offers as well. Tell me about some of the shirts, especially for the favored teams and their fan bases that are listening to us on Three Dog Thursday. Tell me about some of the shirts that are out there. Well, we we we, we printed one and, and got it into inventory for the Villanova Wildcats. We thought that uh, they were going to be a one seed, but of course they're two. Uh, last time, of course, you probably remember. Raleigh Massimino and the 1985 Villanova Wildcats pulled off the stunning upset, won the NCAA. So the shirt says, I want a party like it's 1985. <laughs> and to the back of the shirt, we know who their coach is. It says, come on, Jay, let's do this. Yeah. Obviously, Jay Wright being the coach there. What and a- we've got one for, for uh, North Carolina. Got the brackets, the hoop on the front, and, of course, a lot of people, uh, they've won five uh, uh, tournament titles, but they actually were get, won one in 1924. So they're going for number seven. It says, come on, Roy, let's march to seven. Really neat graphics there. And then we've got one for the Kansas Jayhawk fans. Of course, they're going for number six. On a big on the it says, I want a party with the six-packs. 2016 national championship bus. Got all the other five years underneath them. The back says, come on, Bill, let's do this. Okay. And then it'll just a bunch of other shirts. I mean, if you're a Duke fan or you're a Carolina fan, you're a, a Michigan State fan, if you hate your rival, man, we've got some really neat stuff. And we've got a bunch of neat uh, man cave signs. But, you know, we've got about 100 different, 140 different fan bases for pro basketball, football, hell, even a little politics. It's a big rivalry coming up if you didn't hear about that. <laughs> um, and we've got a neat special, too. We're doing 20% off. All month of March, free shipping for over $35. And then, of course, for your listeners, TJ, we're giving an extra 10% off. How about that? 30% off. Okay, so, so if, free, they use the, if they use the promo code uh, TUNEIN, they can get an extra 10% off, 30% off of these shirts you're hearing about, whether you're a Villanova fan, a Kansas or North Carolina fan. You've got the Duke, they only hate us because they ain't us shirts uh, that are also in circulation uh, with all the national titles from Duke. Uh, so to get in your opponent's face, again, use that promo code TUNEIN. You can take 30% off. And as you said, free shipping for any order over 35 bucks. If they buy a couple of shirts, they're essentially going to get free shipping here the more they buy, right? That's the idea, including man cave signs all that you got it and you know i'll just say this i say this is humility if you guys haven't seen our stuff you need to see it i mean it's funny unbelievable graphics um but just really fun very different stuff i always say this you can't walk into a national sports store at any mall and find one t-shirt that'll make you laugh you go to our website even if you're not a fan of certain teams you're gonna you're gonna laugh and then there's some real neat Neat tribute shirts. We did a tribute shirt for Big Poppy. We're doing a tribute shirt to Kobe for, you know, those two great players retiring. It's very, really, sure. uh, really neat tribute shirts done in a really neat way that are, again, great for those fans. Um, so it's just, it's, it's neat stuff. And of course, the best thing is we have a bunch of fun doing it. 
Well, go to smackapparel.com, use that promo code TUNEIN, take 30% off your order for all these different shirts, and we look forward to seeing what the underdogs are going to do. Wayne, enjoy the madness of this weekend. By the time we talk next week for the Sweet 16, we will have knocked off uh, incredibly 50 uh, teams out of this NCAA tournament, and we will go from 68 down to 16 uh, by this time next week. So enjoy the madness. We thank you for your underdog picks with Florida Gulf Coast, the Buffalo Bulls, and Seton Hall. Go get them. Thank you, sir. And I'm going to go change my bracket for the Hawaii Rainbows right now. Yeah, you go do that, Wayne, as I will take those Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. Again, Wayne has got Florida Gulf Coast in the one-seed matchup with North Carolina. Buffalo plus the 14 against the Miami Hurricanes, and he'll go Seton Hall. We'll let him slide and take the Hall, even though they are the sixth seed and the one point as an underdog. Kevin Rogers again goes with Yale plus the five and a half. Fresno State over uh, Utah getting eight and a half, maybe not to win the game, but keep it close. And Kevin and I actually agree on Green Bay Friday night to hang close and give Texas A&M fits. I don't think either one of us think that Green Bay is going to win the game, but we'll keep it close enough against the Aggies. I'll also go with the Chattanooga Mocs. I'm looking at outright upset, 12 over 5 against Indiana, and I'll take the 11, uh, the 11 points uh, with the Mocs in that one. So good luck. To Kevin Rogers, VegasInsider.com. Go check out Wayne Curtis at SmackApparel.com and take 30% off with that promo code TUNEIN. Enjoy all of these games, the first two days of the tournament with all of these underdogs, who will win and where. We'll see how we do with our underdogs. And again, this time next week, we'll be talking Sweet 16 underdogs on Three Dog Thursday. Enjoy the 2016 tournament. For Kevin Rogers and Wayne Curtis, I'm TJ Reeves. Thanks for being with us on Three Dog Thursday. Bye.